Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hello and welcome back to the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast with myself, Tom Hallett and myself, Alex Dinage. Do you know what I really like about that new intro? You know when, um, if you ever watch a talent show or anything like that, you know when a group of people, like two people go on, they've got an act together and they're a double act. And they're like, my name's Tom and my name's Alex and together we're our... Sure. I sure. love it. Um, so, so thanks for listening again. Um, if you're new to the podcast uh, and you're wondering what on earth we've just started with in the first few seconds, um, yeah, I'm with you. I think that's a fair, fair question sets the tone it's good yeah so um this week um on the learn grow succeed podcast we're going to be exploring uh, a topic that it's a real hot topic at the moment i don't think you can really go on any kind of news anywhere whether it's legit news or even just uh the, the the weird stuff you find on social media um, but basically, you you can't go far without bumping into someone talking about artificial intelligence or, or AI, as the cool kids call it. And, uh, you know, even this morning, I was listening to the radio, the prime minister of the UK is in the US with Joe Biden, the president. And they're talking about how to tackle it. We're doing a summit in the UK later in the year to talk about how to. I presume set some sort of rules and boundaries and some guidance around it because, you know, it has enormous potential, um, but both for good and bad, I think is the fair assumption. Albeit when you do read about it, particularly in the more kind of tabloid press, everyone's talking about how it's the recipe for doomsday. Whereas um, I think we're also seeing so many areas where it's a recipe for, um, you know, really fast progress of the human race um but that's kind of happening without us almost realizing we don't talk about good stuff so much do we um when we're talking about the media so um so we thought and we were talking to a client and they said so how is ai going to impact learning going forward so um what we're not going to do today is go into the doomsday scenario where uh, terminator becomes a reality what we are going to do is explore how it's going to help and and maybe hinder us at times us as humans to learn more and therefore grow and progress so that that's what today's topic's all about what are your thoughts Al before we uh, break for the jingle yeah I think what we are going to do on this podcast might be I mean there's a whole spectrum of range of knowledge that people have on a topic like this some people are very uh, tech savvy are very up to date with AI advances I think the other thing is as well is that AI is advancing so fast now that even when you think that you know quite a bit, it only takes a couple of days for your knowledge to probably be slightly outdated. Um, so no matter where you are at in terms of your level of knowledge of AI, I think there's something in this podcast for you. Um, even if you are an expert and we are covering relatively basic stuff, um, I think, you know, maybe you'll find it quite funny. Um, but if it, you are a basic level, then hopefully you're going to learn a whole lot. And I mean, specifically, we're looking at learning itself um, and what we can expect as learning professionals and learners um, 
in do you know i was going to say the next couple of years but with how quickly things are advancing next week <laughs> who, who knows yeah 100 percent. yeah no it's, it's it's completely true if you're a, an ai expert listening to us enjoy the layman version of, of of it and if you know nothing about it um it's two random people having a chat over a coffee about it we we won't be going into technicalities um not because we don't want to but because we can't yeah and there's there's another important thing to mention here and that is that we are like you just said we're not two ai experts giving our prediction as to how ai is going to form learning um what we actually did is we asked ai how AI is going to impact learning. <laughs> so we, this isn't our own investigative research where we, oh, this is happening. So with my informed knowledge, I'm going to predict this. No, we went to the source and we asked it itself. And uh, we are now delivering that to you. So there's a mind-blowing question, right? Mm. We asked AI a question about AI mm. because it is AI. Mm-hmm. Is it biased? Can it can it be biased? You know, if you asked a human how it's going to impact something, if I I would give you a biased opinion, but is this factual or is it biased? I don't know. Well, and this is the thing. I mean, what I'll tell you after the jingle, and this isn't to well, maybe it is to keep you listening. We'll blow your mind. Um, it 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 did give me some things that I thought, hmm, maybe that's what you want me to hear. Um, is that actually true? Um, but we'll get into that after the jingle. I don't want to give too much away. Okay, so as as Alex said, we we started our, our research into this blog by asking one of the the various AI platforms um, out there how it will impact learning in the future. So um, it's actually given us ten points on how it thinks it's going to impact learning. Um, I think one thing we've already learned is uh, it can go on a bit. So mm. if you are in a Chat GPT or whatever, and you want a quick, concise answer tell it to give you a quick concise answer because otherwise it is boring it does like a natter it does it does it goes on a bit so it's that it's that mate that that you love but sometimes goes on a bit too much and you just have to tell to stop talking yeah well it, it gave loads of interesting things but it was just like you say just the amount the quantity in such a short space of time it was i was kind of tapping out after point six this is too much now yeah, yeah, we're still going to try and get through all 10 and hopefully keep them interesting for you. So um, so should we get into the points or is there anything else you wanted to throw in just, just to put the context around this? Well, I can add a couple of pieces of context for sure. Um, again, uh, no, no judgment in this, but if you are at the more beginner stages of your journey into AI, what is it? Uh, what does it mean for the human race? And, you know, what does it just mean to my day-to-day today you know what how can it impact me right now um if i decide to look further into it and use it um but we'll start with a definition that's always good um ai and as you might have already guessed stands for artificial intelligence and it's the stimulation of human intelligence um by machines especially computer systems um and also another interesting thing is i know we everyone seems to be talking about it now um, that is mainly, I think, due to everyone's attention being on it because of how quick it is advancing and how now, I don't know, it seems as though we have a lot more power over it. It has existed for a long time, but chat tools like um, ChatGPT, for example, 
are really starting to show off how sophisticated um, AI has become in helping us um, and actually doing things that a lot of us humans do as a living, which is scaring quite a lot of people, um, such as writing blogs. Um, so I am petrified. But um, one good thing, um, of course, is that this has existed for a while. So even if you think you don't have a great amount of knowledge on it, you are likely to have used AI in the past, such as with maps and navigation, facial detection and recognition on phones. That still blows my mind today. Um, text editors and autocorrect. Anytime you spelt something wrong, um, I've been there loads of times. AI steps in, um, which makes me think it's a good thing. Search and recommendation algorithms. Um, so when you view things, it will suggest things that you might enjoy. Uh, Chatbots on, on websites to help you out, digital assistance, social media algorithms use AI as well, as well as e-payments, online payments. So, I mean, it would be very, very, very strange if you've had no brushes with AI at any point um, in your life. Also, I think another thing to, um, to put out there is I actually asked AI two questions. I did ask it about learning and its impact, but I also asked it about whether we should be scared of it. Very important question. Um, like you said, Tom, maybe it's bias. It wants me to lower my guard and, and not be petrified. Um, but it did assist, it did assure me, I'm just giving it away, that AI is a human assistant and not a human replacement. Um, whilst its impact on learning will be significant, and that's a quote, um, it, it's not there to take the human out of the equation. It's just simply there to make our lives easier. Um, whether you believe that or not, I'll let you take that up with AI. Um, but that that's what I have for you. So there you have it, hot off the press. Um, it is not an existential threat to humanity or, or our jobs. No. But there is a load of things in there. And if you are an AI podcast and you want someone who doesn't know a lot about it but is really interested, then do shout me. Because even in your definition, I'm like, well, is that true? Because your definition is that it's an extension of, hum of human human intelligence, I think is what you said. Mm. but surely artificial intelligence it's not it's because that is when it's doing stuff that we as humans can't do but anyway yeah. we're not well, going to go down that route let's get into learning well and i was just going to say i think in in response to that the artificial intelligence itself is probably not the thing to be frightened of it's the people in control of the artificial intelligence the human relationship with it um, um so as ever. And I, I suspect there's also a fine line between what is truly artificial intelligence and machine learning and stuff. But again, let's mm. get into the, the points that it thinks uh, are important for the future of learning, because, you know, that's important to us as a, as a, as a business, as learning professionals. Um, so, so let's get into it. And I think the first one that it says it can help us with is, is what it's calling personal learning. And really, there's quite a few points in here which you could chunk up uh, to to say its ability to crunch data. Mm. So, well, by personal learning, what what it's saying is, you know, if you have a hundred, a thousand, a million people learning something, it can analyze what they do and how they learn, and then adjust the learning pathway for them and recommend ways forward. Um, speaking of artificial intelligence, there's my um, Alexa going off. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and that's a really that's a, a really massive point because it can process data so fast and so much in so, so much more volume than a human brain can, um, and that's really exciting, though. 
you know, yeah. giving us that insight into how person number one in a program versus person number 9,999 um, learns because everyone is different. So that sounds really powerful. Yeah. Well, and I especially like how Alexa seemingly was trying to silence you from revealing too many secrets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and I mean, especially from where we're sat, you know, working for Excel, a, a personalized learning provider, um, you know, that potential to go, well, actually, all the data that we're receiving, AI can turn this into outcomes so much quicker and effectively than than a human can. Um, again, this is the thing we were saying about it being an assistant. Ultimately, it's data gathering and processing skills are only going to benefit people when it then can recommend a specific thing. And, you know, to be able to spot real time, you know, in the moment gaps in learning and then personalize a pathway based on where one person seems to be um, needing a bit more development than someone else. I mean, it just ensures that, yeah, you're getting a more personalized experience when you are learning, but also a, a more efficient one, I would suppose. Um, of course, there is obviously a benefit from covering things you already know again um, in terms of making them more memorable. But at the same time, you know, knowing there's a system kind of behind everything you're doing that that's spotting, oh, actually, do you know what? Maybe we should do this again or cover this again. Um, it just ensures that, I suppose, learning interventions are more thorough. Yeah, and, you know, save so much time. You know, if you are someone like us, you know, a lot of what we do with clients is spend time discussing what's going on in an organization to figure out where the learning needs are. And if if AI can can point us towards that based on millions of data points, you know, that could save so much time and, and potentially be more accurate. I guess the caveat to all of that though is the interpretation of what is or what isn't important. Mm. You know, are those nuances things that AI will eventually be able to learn? But in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, what might be a really significant learning point for one organization may not matter to another. And how um, like, will AI be able to spot the differences? Or is that that's that's the harmony we have to strike is to be able to get all this wonderfully processed information and be able to put the human nuances into it of, of saying, yeah, that's for us. That's not for us. And maybe that's just how how we evolve. Um, mm. but I think what's cool is so, so the, the next point is intelligent tutoring which I think links on because this is the ability to see someone's learning journey and, and suggest ways for them to go and again that sounds really powerful particularly when you're talking about knowledge so knowledge retention and and if you are learning about things being able to say well you see this every day in youtube don't you if you search for i don't know how to fit a light bulb in youtube you then get a thousand recommendations for a how to fit a light bulb but then it will say well you probably need to know how to fit a light switch so that will be the next video recommendation that is machine learning that is probably an element of ai already creating this intelligent tutoring um mm. and again i think from a knowledge perspective that's fantastic but there is a nuance to this around, um, you know, you also get those weird recommendations when just because you've clicked on a post on Instagram about football, it assumes that you therefore want to know everything there is to do with football. And it may give you useful stuff. It may give you complete rubbish as well. And it's being able to differentiate between the two, which again, I, I feel like is a human nuance. Mm. 
Yeah, and I think when we're going through these, these, like you just said, probably do exist in some forms in some things. It, it's more the advancement of this that's the exciting thing. And like you say, with this one, it is how human-like the the intelligent tutoring could become that is that is the exciting thing. Um, I know we've been talking about AI, but I've kind of got an SI here, which is you know it's it's creating synthetic interactions. Um, and if if as a human you couldn't distinguish that between the interaction of another human, then that's that's incredibly powerful. I mean, it's also incredibly scary, of course. Um, but I'm I'm not on Snapchat, but I think Snapchat is is currently using an AI chat um, kind of bot thing that looks incredibly human in the in the conversations it can have. Um, but yeah, to be able to to have tutoring and it again be using data and all of this stuff that it can process quicker than a human brain to then tutor you in an even better way. I mean, that, <laughs> like we were saying before about the, the good thing about AI is that it still needs the human element. It's an assistant. This one, again, the crossover is a little bit more, I think it's a bit further on this one. It is almost replacing the human. Yeah, but for a specific area. As mm. I, said, I feel like I'm going to keep coming back to on knowledge. AI is incredible for knowledge. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, to, to be able to suggest articles, videos, whatever, to, to progress your knowledge of something, I think it's, you know, it probably already is better than humans for doing that. Mm. There is the nuance, there's the subtlety, there's emotion um, that that comes into to how we learn that it, it won't give us. So mm. um and that's the diff. That's that's a bit of a difference here, um. But there is this magical place where I think we can sit, and this this podcast and this blog is a perfect example of this because point three is smart content creation, mm-hmm. and actually AI itself says it is incredible for generating information that it can search the world for. But then, it's it. How do you turn that into a human? thing um, i'm getting stuck on my words here yeah, but I, I think you're right because it's kind of like what we said about when we actually asked the question to ai anyway is it gave us so much good stuff but then actually in terms of it being easily digested by a human brain it was almost like oh, hang up well okay let, let's let's kind of filter this out with just some other things here because this is this is almost a hundred percent educational informative great stuff yeah exactly um, but it's not it's not actually helping me learn it in the best way possible i would say exactly like if if we read the thousand words or whatever that we got from asking this question to ai i'm going to remember a few points from it mm. and in a week's time two or three points might stick in my brain i'm going to remember a lot more from reading your blog that takes me two minutes than i will from the original piece and again i'm back to knowledge retention mm. right? if it, it it gives me knowledge You've then turned it into a blog, which makes me laugh at times. It makes me scared, maybe a little bit at times. It's, what? <laughs> it, it brings, well, it doesn't really matter. The point is it brings emotion. And that's how you people learn and retain information. Mm. And it doesn't have emotions. So that's the difference for me between how it can help us versus then turning it into something that makes learning really powerful. And it is learning anything is more powerful when it is associated with emotions and that's not what a computer can bring it's what you as a human brings you have that raw 
information but then your ability to turn it into a much more powerful piece of content that's mm. that's the harmony that's the exciting bit right oh absolutely yeah and i mean you know i could have copy and pasted what i received but it would have been boring <laughs> it would have been very boring and you know for some maybe digesting information that is quite dry is is a good way some of us need a bit of milk on top or or whatever else to just make it a bit more palatable but yeah i mean you're right i think i i was happy with the uh with the compliment on the blog as well so i'll take that i mean i didn't write it to bring fear to you either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did want to ask what that fear was based on no and it's kind of you know it, it's the it's the you know the uncertainty the unpredictability the the emotion that humans bring is is, uh-huh. is the point you know the fact that if you're listening to this podcast and you've not got bored already and switched off, I suspect one of the reasons you would listen to this rather than just type in the question into chat GPT yourself is actually you can hear the uncertainty in our voices in some of this stuff. Mm. You can hear that we're processing this as we're going. And, you know, that's, that's the human element. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I think that's the quality of, of us that will become more and more important is that, predictable is not fun for anyone of course there's times where you know there's a lot of times where consistency is key and having something that's dependable and reliable is is great but you know when it comes to certain tasks especially when it comes to reading and taking in information it's that i don't want to say inconsistency but it's that ability to be a bit more sporadic that people will enjoy not just a i'm opening this and i know what i'm going to get it's, it's quite nice to be surprised at times by different things and have different emotions like you said that you didn't know you were going to feel felt um so yeah i think that's definitely a a human skill that hopefully <laughs> i don't know whether ai will be able to replicate but i hope not because that that will probably be where most of our power comes from when using ai and doing things ourselves yeah yeah cool so um believe it or not we're only on point number four um <laughs> but let's let's quickly brush through on so um number four is adaptive assessments um interesting one so as in the ability to change how knowledge how skill is assessed based on again being able to process data it's not something i guess as a company when professional learning we do we don't tend to assess people um but you know in in schools could this be used because assessing every student against the same questions and stuff is that that's worked to now but i can see how being able to personalize things to people could be really powerful i don't quite know what that looks like but yeah again, it's the ability to process data that we can't as humans well and i suppose if you're if you're sat if you're thinking of like the schooling example if you're sat down with a piece of paper and answering questions it's very static and i suppose what this is bringing is a more dynamic nature to assessments the fact that you know you you'll sit there and experience different things than maybe other people depending on on how you answer certain things but ultimately that's only going to help you really because it's targeted for you it's it's you know if you if you're finding something incredibly easy like i hope maybe at some stage we've all had assessments we've gone that was really simple like almost suspiciously simple i feel like i should have done more but actually then having an assessment in front of you that if it's not challenging enough could become more challenging or you know, it could then adjust in its content to have more stuff that might just make you think a little bit more. It yeah. will also make assessments more worthwhile for some people as well. Yeah, well, and I think it, it also, you know, it, it depends on what the point of the assessment is. Because if, like, 
schooling the assessment is actually probably you want everyone to have the same test because you want to assess everyone against the same criteria because the point of an assessment there is simply to say do you know something yes or no if you actually flip it to what i would say is a lot more powerful method of assessment which is the fact that you want people to learn if that makes sense that there's a there's a difference there Mm. then that's where this could become a lot more powerful because if you're putting I don't know. I used to work a little bit around um, aircraft. So if you've got um, someone learning to do to, to know how to maintain an aircraft, yes, there are assessments that they have to know the answers to. So you don't probably want differentiating information. But if all of a sudden the assessment is to help people learn, so if they've gone through stuff really easy, you can start bringing in more advanced content or ask questions in different ways so maybe use visuals rather than written questions for visual learners because your purpose is to help people progress their knowledge and 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 ability to learn then that's powerful Mm. well and yeah going back to my brief teaching background um i was thinking in terms of schooling yeah maybe not the kind of big assessments gccs a levels and, and whatever else but in those groups where people learn at different speeds and sometimes you don't want to be holding people back or, or making people cover things they've done a million times and now understand because others aren't quite there yet. So I suppose in, in terms of making people's journey when they're learning and the, and the level of which they can progress consistent and not mean that people that have maybe progressed a little bit further have to then continue the same things. It could be really helpful there. You know that whatever you put in front of people, it's going to be helping in some way and isn't yeah. going to be something that they know already. Yeah. So the next point is one I'm, I'm really excited on. Um, also, Apple just released their new headset. So, you know, very, very topical because that's in all the headlines of the news this week. Um, but number five is virtual and augmented reality. And now this one's what this one's really exciting, I think. Um Again, you know, in 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 a previous life, I worked around airplanes, and it was using augmented reality to ha- give people opportunity to work on a, a virtual airplane rather than a real one, because you can't train someone on maintaining a real airplane because if they get it wrong, there's a serious consequence. But by letting them do that in a virtual space, you know, it's almost as good as. And, and then I and then I reflect that onto, you know, I think this is the future of professional learning because as excel i as a as a as someone running a company i I don't really like the idea of people being on airplanes and things all the time but i also think there is a huge amount of value of people being together um to help with learning so can can uh ai uh and more specifically virtual reality and things create that learning environment where you get the best of both worlds you know can we all sit with our headsets on and feel like we're in a room or at least 99% the same as feeling like we're in a room. Yeah. We don't have to travel thousands of miles around the world. I don't think it'll ever fully replace that, but if we can move the dial, that's, that's cool. And important for both green elements as well as the learning element. Mm. Yeah. And I've, I've had a few conversations about this with different people and it seems as though the breakthrough moment will be, when headsets and things like that become commonplace yeah when you walk into a house and they've got everyone's got a headset and stuff then just brings around the possibility that you know for instance oh we can't all meet physically but we still kind of (laughs) can like the option is still there and i suppose when everyone's got that capability to plug into another realm 
um, then then yeah, who knows how long that will be. But obviously, we know the metaverse already exists. But I still feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I still feel like headsets are still slightly novelty. Um, I know that whenever I think of headsets, I more think of video games than anything constructive. Um, but yeah, I suppose I just imagine the circumstance, like you said, there with aircrafts where, I mean, I'm going back to schooling here, but imagine you're a history teacher and you're like, oh yeah, I want to teach them about something that happened in another time. Being able to drop into a realm that was a long, long time ago and learn about it in the moment. I mean, how powerful is that? That's amazing. Yeah, definitely. And you say about the video, you know, this is common in video gaming. Mm. But gamification is nothing new in learning. But actually, if you just look at it from a social element, you know, you see so many people now who have friends that they would consider best friends who maybe they've never met in real life. Mm -hmm. So if the je ne sais quoi of in-person learning versus virtual is person-to-person connection, then this is a big step to be able to, to replicate that and yes you could throw on the flip side the scary element of that you know the the new apple headset suddenly you all walk around your house looking at each other through a simulated version of reality that's quite a scary prospect too but you know to me it's really exciting if i can sit in a sit in a virtual classroom with people all over the world um that's that's something i i where i want to be definitely Yeah, and I think we're getting excited about it with how it is now. But as we know about, I mean, even thinking about video games, they're very different even five years ago to what they are today. You know, we think about these these virtual reality things that already exist. I I suppose they're only ever going to become more and more advanced. So the ability for them to become more, I don't know, similar to in-person experiences and and you to have greater ability to connect with people in different ways, it's only going to make this even more exciting. Um, so yeah, I, I, like I said before, I think once we all have headsets, then suddenly it is literally a whole new world has opened up in front of us. Yeah. And I, and I guess just, just to point out the way the AI element of this becomes powerful is you could be dropped into a scenario and it could intelligently create stuff, you know, in that scenario of an airplane, currently you'd have to program every, every scenario that could happen. If you plug connector a into connector b what does that do um so i guess this becomes a lot more accessible to people once ai does that for you mm-hmm. so the fact that you or me a normal person i could say as a as a trainer in a program i can't think of a good example but let's just say we're doing a management program but in a manufacturing company if i could simply say to the ai system behind me let's drop me into a factory and you could see stuff going on and and then you you feel like you're in there that's that's the the step change from where we are now Mm. and yeah like just thinking about that in terms of adding that into a program (laughs) that's that that could be crazy effective yeah definitely cool um this wasn't going to ever be a quick podcast we we are getting getting on so that's i'm going to combine um number six and number seven number six was intelligent earning at, at intelligent learning analytics i think we've covered that quite a lot in how if we are gathering data on how people learn within our organizations ai has the ability to assess and make recommendations on that which can be really powerful and then number seven is is uh language learning and translation i think this is a cool one 
but we're already seeing you know there are companies like depot out there who already use ai to uh to translate stuff we can see in our business today how we used to ask a spanish person to translate an english slide deck into a spanish slide deck now we plug it into depot get the the deck back and then just ask for that person to check that it's right you know that is so much quicker more efficient and makes um content so much more accessible uh to everybody in the world um that that's cool that's just i think for humanity that's cool that we shouldn't be held back by language barriers and and things like that Mm. yeah definitely and i think you know for the first point like you said about analytics if you're designing learning and and things like that having data-driven suggestions is is incredibly powerful and then yeah to go back to language learning it's kind of the same thing isn't it and you know i think the other thing kind of matched with point two of interactive tutoring is the fact that i think with a lot of language learning especially if you try and do it on your own it's a lot of just written words okay remember that i'll say this to myself or, or whatever else if you aren't surrounded by other speakers of that language quite tricky to to get conversational with it um so again like with the tutoring for it to be able to replicate interactive conversations and actually to help you practice and and learn something new by talking to some type of ai powered person (laughs) kind of um you know it it can simulate conversations and speed up learning again um uh, which you know i i know there's several different types of this that already exist out there like you say about word translation being able to translate a document quickly i mean i i don't personally i've tried learning other languages i know some to certain extents more than others but sitting down and having to translate from one language to another must be incredibly difficult so having that take all that time away and all that stress away and to be pretty accurate that's pretty miraculous yeah for sure i hadn't even thought about it in terms of learning languages yourself but yeah i completely agree with you Mm. next one when i read the title um confused me because the next one is collaboration and peer learning and i'm like hold on a minute surely half the point of what we're saying around ai is we don't need to collaborate and do peer learning anymore because we can just get all the information from from ai but then delving deeper you realize that it's already doing this day in day out like anyone that which is probably most people listening to this podcast go on linkedin and you click on connections and it says here are people with similar interests to you that you might want to connect with that that's it that's it isn't it it's ai connecting me with people i would never brush shoulders with in real life but it's saying you've interacted on similar posts and stuff like that maybe you should have a chat Mm. all of a sudden it it changed my mind so well done ai i was like i get it look at what we said at the start right ai told us that it's got nothing we've got nothing to be afraid of it's there to assist us and look it's teaching us languages so we can communicate with other humans and it's bringing humans together so you know any fears we had about it taking over the world as we know it it's actually just trying to bring us closer together how or sell our stuff because the flip side of this one is it's connecting us with the same data that used to sell us stuff but then i'm not someone against that because i'm like if you're going to market to me at least market me stuff that is useful so this might be enriching your life experience and you know as as you just said well as ai have said many 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 times when you ask it this question it really does like to gloat about its data handling capabilities 
um you know we said it bangs on a bit oh god this this answer is incredibly long but there is a lot about data handling it really does like to play to its strengths and and fair play to it i suppose but um yeah when when we think about obviously the exciting opportunities there could be because there's so many people out there that we do share similarities with and where exchanging ideas and collaborating could bring about really powerful things that could be introduced to the world and yeah, we don't know those people unless maybe systems like this can bring us together and, and help us learn from one another and, and develop things together. Yeah. So really exciting. That's on, a, that's on a global level in something like LinkedIn, but actually you can chunk it down. And you, you know, we have a lot of clients who have you know tens of thousands of people all around the world. So you're never going to know everyone in your company, but I guess it could be really useful for, you know, if you're starting a new project to be able to use the data even within your business for it to ping out that oh you should know person x that works in australia because they've been working on a similar project um mm. you know, how much repetition is there in massive companies where different silos do things in in isolation without ever realizing so that 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 helps for collaboration but also productivity yeah Definitely. I was just thinking then about, I, I know this kind of already exists, but even from a personal point of view, any of your interests you have, just how easy it will be to create communities. Yeah. You know, loads of different people out there that enjoy the same thing. Maybe they're not as proactive as finding other people that are, but if AI makes it easier for you to connect so that you don't really need to be proactive in finding people that share those interests, yeah. it's so easy to build these huge communities of people that have common interests. And again, as we said, bring us humans closer together, build stronger relationships and, and create even better ideas and concepts. Yeah, definitely. Right, I'm going to fly through the last two. Um, number nine, intelligent feedback and grading. If you're a, a teacher that does do those assessments that everyone goes through, um, you can probably just jump for joy at some point when they say, right, you don't have to grade exam papers anymore because... Uh, we'll do a, a dip check, but otherwise AI is going to do it for us. So, you know, that's a, a, a no-brainer on how that can help. Mm. I think. Well, yeah, and, you know, the daunting task of seeing a whole pile of papers that you have to go through, gone. And the other thing, obviously, as well, being the instant relevant guidance and feedback to the learner, not just this can be marked really quick and, and that's really helpful, but also it can be marked in an effective way of, well, think about, developing this and and again going back to the suggesting ways of improvement and yeah the time you, you know if you're doing a, an assessment you've done i don't know a physics paper and you've answered a question about gravity wrong and if you're in school your teacher might just say no you got it wrong whereas if ai is doing it it can then say this is what you should have thought about type thing and and, and try to help you that way so mm. um, it can put more time in that's not something a teacher couldn't do because they absolutely could, but they haven't got time to do that for everyone. So Yeah, and then suddenly there's loads more time to focus on other things. Yeah. And then the last one, and again, this is a data a crunching piece. So I think one thing we're learning is AI can be a bit repetitive because the last point is predictive analysis and early intervention, which again is just crunching data of how people learn and being able to make it more effective. So Yeah, well, and yeah, I suppose this is spotting the development need before the need maybe becomes apparent to human eyes. Um, and, and again, yeah, it is it is a variation of what we said already. Oh, look at me, I can handle data and, you know, f help things out and assist you in ways that are data driven. Very helpful. 
Yeah. Um, you know, it's another way to flex that it's smarter in that regard to humans. But, you know, I do respect the fact that it has variations of ways that that can be helpful. And yeah, to, to be able to identify potential future needs before they maybe worsen. I, I mean, I know obviously for learners, helpful for business performance as well. You know, seeing any potential dips in performance before they occur, that can make a huge difference. Absolutely. So that was the, the the 10 points that we got from AI. Um, we tried to kind of whisk through them. It's been taken quite a while. So I don't know if we can bookmark a podcast, but now I just wanted to kind of throw in some sort of uh, Jerry Springer style final thoughts, really, okay. because we are, we have a vested interest in this, you know, mm-hmm. our business is, is learning. And if AI could replace learning, at some point our business becomes defunct but actually having done this exercise and and done this research it it excites me it doesn't worry me the mm. uh, the potential for ai because it can do stuff we can't do you know that ability to crunch data is just you know we'll never we'll never be close now the human brain is an amazing thing but we can't crunch as much data as ai so for it to be able to guide us as people who create learning experiences, as well as guiding learners on where they want to learn, that should be harnessed and embraced and is exciting. Um, and the fact that the, the 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 ability to seek knowledge is becoming quicker and easier for, for us, again, incredibly exciting. You know, our business is not built on the ability to tell people facts. That's what AI can do. That's where it can replace humans. If you, you know, those boring webinars you can sit through, which simply regurgitate a load of facts and then you forget it all. We don't need those anymore because you can just type the question in to chat GPT and it gives and it gives you that knowledge. Mm. What makes learning stick is the human bit that AI, if you ask it this, it says it cannot do, is it? does not understand emotion it can try to un- it can it can use machine learning to try and interpret it but it, it can it can't bring emotion and i think our job as as learners is to make stuff exciting and to to make it memorable and that's where human emotion and intelligence comes in so so for me the ability to be emotionally intelligent to make people laugh to make people cry to make people happy to make people angry that's what we bring and that's how we create learning experiences which have a massive impact that it, it can't do but we can do that so much more effectively by utilizing all the stuff it can do mm. that's kind of my over overarching thoughts on this i think i think that's a beautiful summary um what can i add uh oh, it's quite smart <laughs> isn't it really i suppose um yeah i i think um <laughs> you're exactly you're 100 percent right i think one of the things i did during my research is i did ask for it to tell me a joke and ai clearly does not have a firm grasp on human humor um as what it will come out with i wouldn't even put in a christmas cracker it was that bad um yeah i mean i'm trying to look i think you summarized it perfectly uh it's it's more about i think for us thinking about what we do as a learning provider I think it's more a guide to business evolution than your one stop to business extinction. Um, it is more 
this is how you can enrich learning rather than, oh, by the way, you guys don't need to be doing this anymore. We've got this from here. Don't worry. Um, which is exciting, really exciting. And it's why one of the many reasons we're trying to keep our finger as close to the pulse as we can, because when these things are more common, or maybe even before that, you want to be ahead of the curve. It would be so cool to be able to introduce these as a part of what we do anyway. 100%. Awesome. Well, I'm hoping that that was interesting to anyone listening. Uh, it, you know, it will be a longer um, podcast to normal. Um, I don't think we were pulling teeth. I think we're okay. Maybe maybe we need to just uh, edit in a piece at the start, which says, if you just want our overall conclusion, skip to the certain it, to, to the ending. Oh. That would save me time. AI editing software. Whoa. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, you can. All your ums and errs, you can automatically take out of things, um, which is cool. I told you once that I once edited, but accidentally edited out all the good stuff and only kept my ums and errs. <laughs> I did it the wrong way around. So the whole thing was just, um, oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Very different kind of podcast. Yeah, AI um, wouldn't do that. So thanks for listening to the podcast as ever. I appreciate this one was a bit longer. We we, we may be able to uh, insert a little thing that for, means you kind of jump straight to this end bit if you're uh, not a detailed kind of person. Um, but I, for one, find this, this idea of, of AI incredibly exciting. I think it's one that I, that I really, really want to embrace. Um, yes, there's some potential scary sides of it. But overall, I think I, I just feel excited about what this might bring um, in the future for us and to, to make us continue our rapid ability to learn quicker and, and quicker. So um, let me know if you want more on this. If you want to have a chat about it, I could say if you're an AI podcast and you want some sort of layman to come on and ask you some random questions, um, me and Alex are available. Um, so oh, yeah. thanks and speak to you again uh, soon. Bye.